Everybody, it's time for the joke workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm at six o'clock. Yay! Yay! There's comedians here. They have new jokes. I wrote five new jokes yesterday, so everyone can suck my dick. Uh, they weren't listening. That's fine. Oh, that means I have to turn the sound on out there. Hey, Nathan, Nathan, do a favor for me. Get the stick and turn the thing up, the playback, or jump up. The volume on the thing, make. I usually use the stick, but you can jump up. No, 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 no. They don't know. It's gonna take. Sam, do it. Jump up on the chair and turn it up to like 10 or 11. Thank you, Sam. All right, too high, too high. There you go. Yay! It took a team. I just didn't. I didn't want to run around. All right. So, you're here at the Joke Workshop. The way the Joke Workshop works is that you get a four-minute set. At three minutes, you'll hear the horn. That's so that you know what a minute sounds like and you can know how you're running the light or not. Um, the way the show works is that you're going to give comments and be nice. I always take notes. It's really helpful if you take notes. But uh, definitely pay attention to each other. And, you know, if you're going to feed someone a sandwich, make the bread taste good and put the shit in the middle. So nice compliment sandwich. But honesty is very important. And, um, you know, don't blow smoke people's up people's ass. But... Say something nice and then tell them how to fix their joke or give them a tag or do whatever the fuck you want. All right, here we are. Thanks for being here. Oh, thanks for uh, giving 2 to $5 donation to Mutiny Radio or taking a picture and Instagramming it at Mutiny Radio SF because I need money. Yay. Your first comedian of the night. Put your hands together. It's Shane Kenny. How's everyone doing this evening? So, you know what I have a real problem with? Birdhouses. Okay. Think about it. All right. So, birds live in trees. Tree can support many birds and many nests. But you have to cut down, like, one whole tree to make, like, one or two birds' nests. Like, that's kind of fucked up. Like, cutting down a tree to make a birdhouse is like gentrifying the forest. <laughs> it's like you're taking some reasonably priced property away to make some high-end bullshit no one wanted or needed. So the quiet's really going cool. Um, this is making me think about my backup plan. Like comedy was my backup plan for like hopes and dreams, but my backup plan for comedy is to become a televangelist. I figured I've done enough drugs, I've protested enough, I would be a score for the evangelical community. Just come out one day with a speech like, I was led astray by tree-hugging communists who hypnotized me with drugs to think that caring for the environment and the well-being of people of different races and creeds was the most important thing. They led me astray from the important things like Jesus and freedom. And Jesus pulled me out of that deep, dark hole, and that's why to this day I preach his good word. Meanwhile, I'd be like doing drugs and having gay sex because shaming others for what you do in private is the Christian thing to do. You know what I mean? Still going around the country saying, Jesus, save me. But then on my deathbed, I'd be like, I lied about Jesus for money. Good night. And then that would be my last words. Like it was all just one long show and setup. And the Christians would be like, fuck, that was like our last spokesperson. 
So, uh, you know, I, every day I'm walking down the street and I see incredible feats of strength from homeless people. Like hundreds of pounds loaded onto one shopping cart and a dude's just one-arming it going, I'm going to get under that bridge. And I was wondering, why is there no hobo Olympics? Think about it. You wouldn't have to worry about all the other scandals. Like, are they on drugs? They're all on drugs. It's the hobo Olympics. One time I was at work, I saw a homeless dude showering with a bucket on roller skates. That's a swimming event. I'm like going, holy crap, that'd be a great advertising. The Hobo Olympics. No drug test required. Every competitor gets a free doctor visit and a free shower. So President's Day is today, and uh, I want to talk to you about our first president, good old George Washington, because he did a lot of cool things, but he died in a really dumb way. He got, like, the common cold. But he got sick in the 1700s, so doctors had no idea what the fuck they were doing. They call up a doctor. Doctor number one goes, what if we bled him out? So they bleed him out, and he starts getting worse. All right, I think we should call a second doctor. Doctor number two, have you tried bleeding him out yet? Fuck it. Let's double down on this one. They call in a third doctor. They don't know why he keeps getting worse. It's like, did you try removing blood from him? Doctor number three goes, third time's the charm. And George Washington died because between the three of them, they removed half the blood from his body. And then this doctor goes home. The president's dead. He sits on it. He figured, you know what? George Washington died because he was cold and we drained him of blood. What if we throw his icy corpse by the fire and start pumping him full blood again? And then Mrs. Washington kicked him off and young Frankenstein had to build his monster elsewhere. The point is, if you're time traveling and you get sick before 1900... Praying the illness away is probably your best bet. Like, <laughs> all right, that's my time. I'm Shane Kenny. Shane Kenny, everyone. Shane Kenny. So there's um, one of those two microphones work, so we'll figure out which one it is right now. Um, I have comments. Who else? Does anyone else have comments before I go, or do you want to? You just go up to a microphone or, or, or pull it closer to you so that it's easier and then... We'll see if that's the one that works. Um, so the other one. Works. So on the uh, uh, evangelical thing, I think you could like you kind of got into it just a little bit, you know, with a little bit of southern drawl there. But I think you could just really go, you know, if you're going to do it, just really go full force with a evangelical, you know, kind of thing. And. Uh, you mean like sell the act out with a yeah, with yeah, more yeah, of an acty schmacty exactly, like a different yeah. kind of different voice or yeah I mean just, different I mean, physical just really, affect. If you're gonna do it a little bit, do it a lot. Yeah, just really yeah. And then I was thinking on uh, like the uh, homeless Olympics. I thought that was kind of cool, but like the regular Olympics, everybody gets tested for drugs. So in the homeless Olympics, you know, if you're if you're not on drugs, then you're out. Yeah, so you can make sure nobody uses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the premise the premise holds water, but you have to kind of play with the language. Like I would even start with the the Olympics are coming this year, right? I'm I'm asking. I literally don't know, but I think they're coming. So it means that you have the opportunity to do this joke until the Olympics are over. I mean. Since they're coming, all right. I get uh, anyway, but so I would start out with like your favorite thing about 
the Olympics or whatever that are real and then go into that make because you made hobo Olympics like the punchline, but you said it before you said it. So it was like you kind of killed your own punchline. I just write that whole thing out and like circle the really funny parts because they're they're in there. And I think you can. The, the premise is funny. Thank uh, you. Yeah, just uh, on that same thing, I was like, the more you can like align it with actual Olympic events, I think the funnier it will be. You know, like it should be like sh- like close to the shop putt or like racing and then but like hurdling shopping carts or like wow. hurdling after you steal something. You know, uh, that sounds derogatory. I don't really <laughs> feel comfortable <laughs> saying it. But anyway, you know, just as an example, like if you, you want to smoke, make fun you of have homeless to smoke people. a bunch of cigarettes instead of passing a baton, you have to pass cigarette, but like a cigarette, a lit <laughs> cigarette. You're like sharing shorts or something. Um, so and the thing at the end about the George Washington and everything I think that you're trying to make a statement about the medical medical community now even and if you can make a punchline about Kaiser I think there's some gold there like you're talking about something but it's you're talking about history and you don't you don't apply it to now so it's hard to have like a handle about what you're you know what you're I would I would take that joke and then I would make a punchline about Kaiser that's what I'm going to say. Because <laughs> um, I didn't understand the birdhouse joke. I don't know if it's just because I wasn't paying enough attention. Um, and I, you definitely have an opportunity, especially when you start talking about Jesus, to do a line. I look like if Jesus was the lead be- singer in Creed. Or pick <laughs> just pick a shitty band. and like, Or even a Jesus band. Aren't there some like... It was Creed one of the Jesus bands? There are some of them out there. But because you've got the long hair, and if you're going to talk about Jesus, you might as well have a I look like a joke. But yeah, great, good premises this week. Does anyone else have any comments? Clap your hands in a wild slappy like motion for Shane Kenny, yay! That's how the joke workshop works. And then that, now we know that's the microphone that works, the tall one. So put your hands together for your next comedian. He's given great comments already tonight. It's Kelly Evans! Thank you, pancake. Makes up for you just walking right past me, man. Trying to say hello. Feels like a slight. Anyway, I'm not going to dwell on it. Hey, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. No peripheral vision. Is that what you said? You don't have the ability to see to your left or right? Wow, you should not have said that on air. (laughs) uh, If anybody wants to rob Pancake, evidently it's going to be very easy. Just letting you know if you're listening and you rob people. Anyway, that's not what I want to talk about. Actually, I want to talk about I got in a new relationship recently. Yeah. It's going well, I would say. Uh, she's very quirky. Uh, she's like really into doing this really cute thing where she uh, tells me everything that's wrong with me. You know, fucking adorable. Just love it. Um, it's fine, whatever. She's hot. So, you know, you make acceptances, right? Uh, she is obsessed with this idea of being best friends, though, which I can't really get on board with. Is anybody in a relationship with their best friend here? Good. Gross. Ugh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, eh, just it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff, you know. I like I like my alone time, you know. My best friends understand that. She doesn't get that. But uh she's still very insistent about it. She says she like um just talk to me like you talk to your friends. You could do that. I'm like, "Uh, well, okay. You fucking idiot." Huh? She's not into that. <laughs> I tried You've Got a Big Pussy, and she did not also like that at all because I told Tom he's got a tiny dick, and that's fine. You can't insult the size of your girlfriend's vagina. It becomes a whole problem. It's a whole. Yeah. 
<laughs> I threw that in for Nate. Uh, what else? Let's fuck with some other new jokes. Um, Shrilly and astrology. Are you guys into astrology? We got any uh, Capricorns or Sagittarius? Anybody? Uh, no. All right. I'm an Aries. Not important. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but she's really into astrology. And a lot of people are like insulting of astrology. I could tell by the way that nobody raised their hand. <laughs> Your opinions on it are in that lane. Um, but I don't really feel that way. People treat it like it's a fantasy, you know, like unicorns or the possibility of universal health care. I don't know. Things that will never exist. Uh but it's not like I grew up in the South, like Nathan, he gets it. Religious people, very scary people. All right. Astrologists don't have that much conviction, man. You know, astrologists have never been like, you know, Saturn told me we can't eat shellfish. Yeah. Also, I'm going to have to circumcise you. So it's like, yeah, not really. <laughs> They're not that intense about things. So I'll take an astrologist any day of the week. I will, I will not take Baptists or uh, Presbyterians or Catholics or Muslims. I don't want any of that. It's all very passionate. Okay. Somebody actually told me recently, and I knew this, but I just thought about it differently. They were like, uh, if you martyr yourself, you get 72 virgins uh, if you go to heaven. And I was like, uh, doesn't seem like a strong of a selling point if you're a woman, you know, like, <laughs> You want 72 male virgins in heaven? Does that sound like heaven to anyone? Yeah. You want to deflower one young man? Okay, how about 71 more in a row? It's going to be an eternity before they figure out where the clitoris is, you know? So, which is a dumb fucking trope. It's so dumb. I'm just like, I don't get, why is that still a fucking trope that we talk about? Like, man, guys can't find the clitoris. It's called... Google, all right? You can fucking search for the shit, all right? I guarantee you there's, like, at least 18 different YouTube channels called, like, Chloe's Clitoris Closet or something. I don't know. I'm just guessing that's a name. I bet if you look that up, it'll be there. Um, all right, I'll finish with uh, something dumb. Uh, <laughs> fucking getting older. I'm getting old. I just feel like I'm, I was actually thinking about shaving the facial hair. That's not part of the joke. That's just me thinking, you know, just like it's, it's really making me look a lot older than I am. But I do feel like I'm getting older because things are starting to hurt, especially like my feelings a lot because people are constantly think I'm a divorced father for some reason. Like I'm just giving off studio apartment vibes. What the fuck is going on with people? All right. That's really it. I only have time for it. Thank you very much. Kelly Evans. Yay. That was close. I'm very high right now. I did not expect it. <laughs> just hanging on by a thread. Do you want to go first? Oh, no, no. You could. I mean, I just had nice things to say. I like how you pull the mic out of the stand. I like, did. you got a I lot did. to say. No, no, I don't have. It's, is, it, is it working? Is this your set? Yeah, okay. No. So I was watching from outside just, uh, just so, you know, the podcast world didn't know that I was laughing at your jokes. Thank you. Yes. But I liked it. I liked the, the bit about the, the virgins. Mm-hmm. Like you hear versions of that, but I like that there's the angle, like male versions, there's this, they still, like dudes are still dudes, so they're still not going to act like you're doing them any favors <laughs> like by fucking them. So you could be like, it's like, man, you should feel honored to have sex with this guy. He's a level 74 warlock or like something. Yeah, yeah. Just really dive into like the nerds, like not even acting like it's a good thing. They're yeah, just, like, that they're wa- bummed out about it too. I played <laughs> around with those like the only male virgins are either fifteen or like forty, and they're like <laughs> both problematic for different right. reasons. You there's, know? Yeah, there's like the cool branches you could go to from that. Yeah, I thought about. I try, you know, it's. it's I'm gonna play with it a little yeah. bit more. I so. also I liked when you bashed my culture too. That cool, it's our <laughs> culture. Our culture. Sorry, yeah. I forgot. It's our culture. One love. 
Yes, Mr. Quirk. Quirk. I was listening to your set while I was taking a dump. Cool. And, uh, <laughs> I, for one, would really appreciate it if you could find another adjective besides quirky to describe people. Got it. All right. Out cool. Of respect. Is that all you have? That's all. Oh, that's because his name is Matthew Thank Quirk. Thank you for wasting everyone's time. <laughs> they, um, Thanks for your hot takes on uh, astrology. That was yeah. exciting. Yeah, thank you. Um, I really enjoyed your your clitoris joke. And <laughs> yeah, you have an astrology yeah. joke. You fucking. That's hack. why he said it. Like, <laughs> That's why he said it. <laughs> okay, I would change um, with your Chloe. You said Chloe's clitor clitoris closeted yeah, yeah, yeah. i would actually say chloe's closeted clitoris because ah, that's funny and it's like behind go. a hood anyways or you're like yeah, you gotta yeah, pull yeah, back yeah. that closet door and um i laugh the gray beard oh look at you gray beard and i i laughed at your feelings joke so i but thank i enjoy everything you do on stage thank so. you i think something under the hood would be really funny like yeah. but it sounds like a car like it could be very easily confused for a car youtube channel <laughs> like just <laughs> anyway that's just something i'm thinking about now go ahead jason <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I initially thought of. Anyway, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, keep going. Yes. Sorry. I'm a big fan of the male versions joke. I think that's uh, funny. Um, Thank you. Let's see. Um, so you went straight to finding the clit, and I think that there's also an angle yeah, yeah. of like people who are versions jizzing quickly. Like, like I don't know if you want heaven to smell yeah. like jizz or something like I that. I think there's a lot I, that that could be like farmed in yeah. that like whole premise. Uh, I just wanted to try it out a couple <laughs> times first. So, what'd you say, Mills? Milked. 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 Cool. It's not all cum jokes, man. You know, virgins. Okay, well, this is not, thank God it's my joke and not yours. Okay. Uh, um, in the beginning, you went, uh, she's hot. Um, I feel like there's an opportunity to be like, all goes hot. Like, like, like use like an ugly name. And yeah, yeah, yeah. An ugly person's hot or like, she's a hot Olga or something like that. I don't mm -hmm. know. Um, and then um, I feel like you can use a misdirection on uh, hurt feelings. So like every morning, like I wake up and I like feel my yeah, yeah like play it out a little bit more yeah because yeah, it was supposed to be misdirect i don't think i just like it needs to like uh you know it's like trying to find that perfect distance in words where you like set up what you're expecting and then change it anyway yep. uh yes kyle uh, so what do you, you got for me so you listed off uh like muslims catholics you'd be cool if you're like muslims catholics flat earthers and just kind of like something off the wall yeah um because you're going about religion and kind of talking about how you know, silly it is. Throw a couple of like random things in there on the list. Yeah, stuff Cthulhu. that's like borderline religions, like people, like be believers. You know, like uh, flying spaghetti believers, monster. Just as an example, I'm not going to use believers, but it's just like it sounds like a religion, you know, or a cult. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then you slipped in a piece that's about studio right. apartment vibes at the end. Mm -hmm. You're just like, but I can't afford that. Ah, all right, poverty yeah. angle. Chicken I like it. I Everybody, like poverty. I think I'm out of time. Yeah, uh, he's out of time. Everybody clap wildly for Kelly Evans. <laughs> Sorry, we gave him nine minutes instead of eight. That's all good. Uh, you're next. So I'll tell you guys who's like up next and in the hole. Um, right now, it's going to be Barbara, but I'll, I'll introduce you better than that. But up after Barbara is Luke Moore, and then in the hole is Sam Carroll. Put your hands together right now. She's all the way from Oregon. It's Barbara Tarina. Hello. <clears throat> you know, uh, they say laughter is the best medicine for a breakup. 
by the way, I walked up on this stage. You guys are going to think I'm really funny because I look pretty broken right now. <laughs> this cane says it all. Uh, this is not my first time actually coming to the comedy stage broken. Um, as a matter of fact, my very first uh, showcase, I learned the definition of irony. Irony is when you walk out of doing a comedy show and you fall and break your humerus. That happened to me, and the ER doctor said, I thought they say break a leg in show business. I said, yeah, they say that, but you know, I'm kind of new at this, so I'm working my way down to the bottom. Yeah. I did have some good comic friends. Uh, they did a benefit show for me. It was called Last Comic Falling. <laughs> I, I didn't have uh, DVDs or T-shirts then, so I did my own fundraising by selling my oxycodone in the parking lot after the shows. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, um, four years later, I'm still doing comedy, and I'm standing here tonight with a brand new, state-of-the-art, new right hip. Thank you. And that, my friends, is fucking progress. Well, I, I, I still don't have t-shirts or DVDs, but I do have a new prescription of Oxy. <laughs> you know, um, comedies, we are kind of... Uh, Comics are kind of fragile people. We always need, uh, insecu we're insecure, and we need uh, encouragement and kindness, and we usually get that kind of uh, kindness the same way that the Romans gave the Christians when they said, have you seen the new lion exhibit at the Colosseum? <laughs> Come on in. I got a lot of encouragement growing up as well. Um, my mom would always make me these wonderful lunches for school, pack my sandwiches and road maps. <laughs> My teacher said, uh, you belong in the front of the class. I, I couldn't find my way back into the building. <laughs> they say a dog is a man's best friend. My dog blocked me on Facebook. <laughs> the word on the street is, is he has a new bitch with kibbles and crack. <laughs> Even my shadow walked out on me. <laughs> well, I do have some uh, supportive coworkers. She said, uh, come on, Barbara, I'm going to teach you the ropes. And now I know how to tie a noose. <laughs> I have great friends, too. Uh, they were worried about me. Um, they set me up on a, on a blind date. Uh, I was a little confused where we were meeting because um, he sent me a text in Braille. <laughs> I didn't mind the communication problem. That was OK. But uh, I was a little concerned that uh, I had to have a safe word for our first date. He insisted on driving. <laughs> But um, they, they were still good friends. They took me out recently. They took me hunting and said, Barbara, you get to wear this special shirt. It's lucky. It's from Target. <laughs> I, I, I was on to that. Uh, my parents bought me that very same shirt for Christmas a few years ago. Uh, it was the same year they brought my brother at 22. <laughs> my name is Barbara Tarina. Peace out, Muni. Yay, Barbara, yay. When I honk the horn, it means you have a minute left. So you dumped out on like a little over 30 seconds. But that was great. Yay. I only have happy um, happy face things. I loved your selling oxys joke. I thought that was really fun. And then the noose thing, it was all like in the target. Those are, you have really fun wordplay with your jokes. And I really liked what you did. Thank you. All right. So I also love the noose. Uh, the humorous joke was great at the beginning. 
I would say try to get to it faster because mm-hmm. you had a couple of things in before, and I think if you led with that, which that, one? Was that? Uh, the humorous joke at oh, the beginning. Okay. So if you can kind of get to the punchline faster. Okay. Uh, it sounds like there were a couple of spots where, um, like I wasn't sure if there was a joke or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you can get to it faster, I think that really gets the audience on your side. Um, and then you said even your shadow walked in out on me. I mean, time of year right now, just something like fucking Groundhog's Day. <laughs> yeah, it's that time of year. Um, and then you're a little bit close to the mic. Okay. So all of your like P's and T's are really like, um, really strong, really uh, vibrant. Yeah, all right. Great. Thank you. Awesome. Super, super specific stuff. I do. It's so attractive too. Go ahead, Jason. Yeah. Okay. I really like the fact that you didn't do... Uh, any like I look like jokes, but you like played off, um, you know, kind of the cane that you, you came in with. It's so. not a prop. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I, I think it, I, I hate I look like jokes, so I really appreciated um, that. Okay. Um, uh, I think at some point you, I don't know if this was on purpose, but I feel like you accidentally said insulin instead of insecure. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I think it, <laughs> I, I think it'd be funny if you like you attempted to do that on purpose just for the future. I didn't have any specific joke. I just heard it. Um, and then I think you said text in Braille, and I was like, maybe there's like some disconnect there. Um, maybe like you can be like he sent me a note in Braille, mm-hmm. um, so like fully carries through. Yeah. Because you actually can text in. Can you text in Braille with little dots? Or, I don't know. Maybe that's more. I mean, well, you'd have to. How, you, how would you read it? Yeah, you'd have to. Yeah. It'd be a different kind of touch screen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> be interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Yeah. Sam, you have a little comment yeah. there. Oh, yeah. there go. So uh, I think with the uh, whole broken hip thing and the oxycontins. So mm-hmm. oxycontins make you constipated like a lot. So you could play that into sure the broken do. hip. So when you're like uh, selling your oxycontins out in the parking lot, it's not because you n- need the money, but as much as if you take them, you will not physically be able to shit because you have a broken hip. Also, I don't know. I don't know what it's like. Sam likes poop jokes. I, I, no, it's, it's it's a constipation joke. I could this include is a constipation. the antidote. I could include the antidote of milk of magnesia or something. Throw that in for people. Yeah. Yeah. You, know. you can't afford me. the you can't afford the stool softener, so you got to sell your oxys. <laughs> Well, you know about that, right, Billy? <laughs> yeah, but I feel like the average Joe doesn't know, isn't like a junkie. <laughs> 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 That's so complicated. All right. Thanks for our bar- everybody, Barbara Torino. Uh, the average Joe isn't a junkie. Hey, if you have enough heroin, you can sleep anywhere. Put your hands together for your next comedian. He's actually on the show tonight at Wazima. That's going to be from 9 to 11. He's one of the teams. And you're going to love him right now. Put your hands together for Luke Moore. I have to uh, act like I'm not a serial killer. I have to, like, try really hard. (laughs) Because I keep to myself... And the only times I don't keep to myself are on accident. And I'm usually doing something weird. Like, I had a crook in my neck, and I was listening to music, kind of like dancing, walking my dog, and I was just kind of trying to fix my neck, you know, and loosen my shoulders, you know, I was doing a lot of stuff. 
And then my roommate like saw me walking down the street and I'm just like, uh, you know, I had like, you can't explain that. Right? It's not what it looks like. Okay. Also, I have, I am from Texas and I have killed small animals as a child. So, and that just never leaves your eyes when you look at somebody. When like when I look at people, you can see you're looking into the eyes of someone who has killed. And some girls like that. So cuz they don't know what it is. Um but really I think serial killer not a bad thing to look like because we do like serial killers as a culture. We like them. We all like them. We all have a favorite. We We all watch movies that are about it and documentaries about serial killers. Um and you know what? Like serial killers they are pretty cool. It's Mass murderers that I don't like. Like mass shooters. Okay. Like, I don't, you know. I like serial killers because they're not using guns. You know? They're using knives. That's a craft. You know? That's a craft. And they're trying not to get caught. Right? Mass shooters trying to get caught. They're just fame whores. You know, while the seal killers trying to keep everything under wraps, you know, their whole operations, they don't want to be, they also use the body, you know, they use the body. So I think like from a Native American perspective, <laughs> like serial killers are pretty cool, you know, when they kill somebody, they're going to eat it, you know, <laughs> you know, if they do keep any of it, like it's it's a trophy. You know, I don't know. That's commendable, you know. So, serial killers. Okay. So, I say, like, weird things at parties. Um, like, we're talking about, like, okay, so, like, the Roaring Twenties. We're going to be in the Roaring Twenties again. And then... Like what? But what do you call the the teens? You know, you call it the teens. Like that's kind of weird to call it the teens. And like, if they are the teens, then what's the adjective for the teens? The that the decade. Like, what do we call that decade? And I said, hey, how about the horny teens? Cause I was a pretty horny decade. I don't know about y'all, but I was horny the whole time. All right, thank you. <laughs> the end. A remarkable set from Luke Moore. I have things, all kinds of great things to say, but you two both look like you got stuff. Get up there, get up in that microphone. Get up in there and tell him how gross and weird he is. Well, when you were talking about um, women liking serial killers, I was just thinking, um, well, I overheard uh, this girl talking about me. She said, he was just drop dead handsome or something. Uh Okay, corny, but... 
I think the serial killer thing is amazing and that you have a really great opportunity when you even said it. You said everyone has a favorite serial killer. You just need to ask. Because I was like, John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm all down. Everyone does have a favorite. Like, someone will yell something. If you, if you, and then you, uh, you'd prove your point because like six people would be super excited to tell you their favorite serial killer. I was. I will. I, I do like to play with the audience sometimes. And, yeah. Nice. Um, and then nothing. Uh, all right, I was to say, uh, the by accident, the like, hanging out with people by accident or on accident, uh, I feel like it didn't go quite far enough. I, I love the uh, other parts, like the opening was really funny. Uh, I'm curious to see like how normal people respond to it. <laughs> you know? Uh, but I, I mean, I think you played off well because it's just like your personality. Um, I mean, if you can do it, do it. Uh, I think uh, when you're talking about like some, you're like you're someone who is killed. I think you should like stress like that it's like not really. It's not like you're actually like murdering things. Like you hunted small animals, so it's like you think you're larger than life, but it's like I'm much darker. You know, like you're talking to them like you're dark. Do you know what I mean? The disparity between that. Uh, oh, like I could play up like. Uh, like right now it sounds like you killed small animals like in your backyard with a hammer you know the way you said it but you could say I, I'm from Texas so I killed small animals like I hunted essentially which is just like a very normal thing but well, you guess, see yourself as a very dark individual yeah, like, selling I, yourself I am kind of doing that but I'm not really playing it up very much but I am like you know saying like I murdered small animals like I am like making it worse I'm making it I, I almost like thought about like saying like I used a knife you know but yeah. really, I, I used guns yeah, well, so that's the, and I think that's the disparity is like between the what it actually was and the way that you view it in your head. You know, that's I think where the funny part is. You know, it's like because it was actually just a normal activity that it fucking at least fifty percent of the Texans probably have done is hunting. You know, uh, or if you want to take it the direction where you kill them with a knife, you know, that's cool too. Uh, I'll finish on this. Sorry, I'm taking up a lot of time. Uh, uh, the body is good part. It was fucking great on the serial killers. They use the whole body, the native American part. Just love that fucking great. Anyway, that native right. American line was, that was fucking amazing. That was like, <laughs> great. On that very joke, which I loved. Um, I thought maybe you could throw in just a couple more examples of how a person would use another person's body, like making a lampshade out of their skin or doing, I don't know, doing something with their teeth and handing it out to little kids. I don't know. I'll let you run with it, but yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I think there are like I think like a lot of times when you write a joke, you should have if you have a setup, you should have like m as many punchlines to that setup as you can. So I had like two punchlines. So, mm -hmm. um, but once again, I, I love that joke in the beginning. It's not. Uh, it's like a. It's like a once again like goes around the I look like joke. So I I love it. Um, uh, and then you you have this part where you're like we like uh, serial killers. I think there there definitely may be some other ways that you can like um, try to prove uh, like prove it better, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and then like you're kind of building this idea that you might be a serial killer like in your bit. Um, so like, I think it's interesting that people like serial killers. They have a favorite serial killer. They watch these documentaries, and then they see it like they'll meet one. And they're like, what? Like you don't want to meet you don't want to meet the serial killer, which is weird because like you. You play sports and you want to meet LeBron and you want to meet all these actors and actresses, but like you don't, like your serial killer is right here and you don't want to meet them. So I think that could be something interesting that you play on that you could like be annoyed with. Um, yeah, that's, that. that's what I had. Yeah. Uh, real quick, real quick, real quick. We're running down. Yeah, the, uh, the ethical hunter bit. 
there's so much there with like just like hunters that are fighting against these vegans and be like we we do more to donate to the preservation of these animals you'd be like yeah and yeah, same thing for serial killers really really big like we give like we give back you know in this in this sense of like population control i like it yeah yeah oh yeah it, 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 you, that was lovely, and I'm not scared of you. Girls like that. Everybody put your hands together for Luke Moore! <laughs> All right, Kyle Andrews on deck, and Nathan Lowe is in the hole. But, up, oh, no, it's a baseball terms. I'm sorry. I thought, you can interpret it any way you want, Nathan. <laughs> okay, good. Um, I've sport your next comedian. Uh, he's running a new show with Zima at nine o'clock starting tonight, nine open mic spots. And there's four teams of comedy, uh, clap your hands together, everybody. It's Sam Carroll. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and motherfucking girls doing all right tonight. Joke workshop. All right, good, good. I've been thinking a lot about uh, a lot about heroin lately. Yeah, um, yeah. I got a buddy who's a heroin addict, but he's like a he's a hipster heroin addict. He only smokes it because I guess uh, injecting it is too mainstream. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm not a big drug guy, but I adv- I advocate for them though, as one should. I think it's important. Uh, you know, make some noise for drugs. Can we can we get that going? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Legalize Iowa caucus, right? Legalize Iowa caucus. Am I, am I wrong on that? You guys know about this Iowa caucus? You hearing about it in the news? Yeah. Uh, for those of you do, who don't know what Iowa caucus is, it's a uh, powerful hallucinogenic drug uh, made from, and this is pure coincidence, uh, the Iowa cactus. Um, yes. Um, and it fucks you up. Yeah. If you get the chance to go to downtown Des Moines to visit the Iowa cactus, I would, I would strongly recommend it. It's a hot tourist attraction. I don't know how the fuck anyone gets to Des Moines. I'm assuming you fly into a Chicago and like a horse and buggy picks you up at the airport and <laughs> takes you past all the cornfields and YMCAs. So finally you get there. But uh, yeah, fucking Iowa caucus. I'm glad I uh, don't live in Iowa and I live in San Francisco. This is uh, San Francisco, baby. It's the greatest city in the Bay Area, it's p- population-wise. Yes. Good. Um... Yeah, yeah. I think the second best city in San Francisco is probably South San Francisco, but uh, specifically the north part. Because that way when people ask you where you're from, you could confuse them, right? They're like, where, where are you from? And you're like, I'm, uh, I'm from North South San Francisco. You'd be like, what? You're from, you're from San Francisco? No, I'm from North South San Francisco. Man, fuck you. <laughs> fuck that. Yeah. All right, uh... This is a this is a crazy. This shit really happened in real life. This is a story about uh, a shooting that I witnessed. Um, it was so it was the night that the Warriors won their last title, and I was at a bar in North Beach, I was smoking a cigarette outside. I was, whenever someone smokes a cigarette in the story, they always do this. I'm smoking a cigarette. So, anyways, I'm in North Beach and I'm smoking a cigarette outside, um, and I have my back turned to this, and I hear just like a pop. But it, was, it wasn't really a pop. It sounded more like a gunshot. Um, 
And I turn around and there's just this guy laying on the sidewalk and no one, everything is silent. No one really knows what's going on. Um, every, people have like their fucking phones out because I guess right after someone gets shot, people like are checking Twitter to see if anyone's covering it yet. So this guy's laying on the ground and I'm, uh, I run over to him with my phone because I wanted to get some footage for, uh, for my bros. So I, I'm running over to him, filming him. And I grab his hand. I think this man's dying. And I'm like, I'll get you anything you need, man. What do you need? Just tell me what you need. And he looks up at me and he's like, bro, I need you to stash this gun for me. <laughs> and then I made uh, the most successful Irish goodbye of my entire Irish goodbye career right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, man. And uh, my friend who I was outside with, he's lived in San Francisco his whole life. He just fucking went inside when this whole happened, when this thing happened. He was like, yeah, I want to hear Clay Thompson talk about adversity. It's like, there's some adversity right over there. There's some more interesting adversity. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, man. It's a crazy time. Uh, 2020? How much? Yeah. All right. I got to... <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, lots of women these days, they've got uh, fetishes. They've got these crazy fetishes. Like, uh, I was with one girl the other day. She had a money fetish. Yeah. <laughs> she, wouldn't, uh, she wouldn't have sex with me unless I paid for my half of the check. It's crazy. Yeah. I got an interesting fetish, though. I think it distinguishes me from young white men of my, my peers. I got a consent fetish. Yeah. Nothing gets me excited like the woman signing the dotted line of the documents I prepared in advance. And trifold and put in my motherfucking back pocket. Yeah. I knew another girl who had a rape fetish. And we did not have good chemistry. I'm running through these fast right now. But uh, yeah, because she was... I respect women. And she was a piece of shit, man. All right. Uh, that's it. <laughs> Ending on misogyny. Yay. I liked... When it wasn't going well, <laughs> and you just said, you know what, all the way to the floor. Let's put the pedal all the way down. I liked it, and you got some good laughs. What that part way. of that no, didn't go well? I thought the story was. <laughs> no, great. you had a you had a really good rebound joke, and it was really great. And I forgot what it was. Damn it. The story was really good, and it was, uh, it was short enough, and you got when, it paid off at the end. Yeah. It wasn't, you didn't give too many details, it was, and it was less than a minute, too. It was great, and you were, like, really engaging, and then the stashing the gun paid off, and that was really good. But then I'd, I'd only, the only thing you need to do is cap that with, like, a one-liner gun control joke. <laughs> you have to write a gun joke of some kind, and then if you say that after, then that, you know, then you've got, like, a minute and a half. Oh, and there was one more thing. Uh, to, to split the check, ugh, just say I paid for it. She wouldn't have sex with me unless I paid for it, because then it's a prostitution joke, too, and that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah paid half the check, blah, 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 blah. Just give your use the pauses and then do unless I paid for it. I remember what it was. It was the, your, you had this side tangent about Iowa that it was awesome. The side tangent the about buggy. Iowa having to fly into Chicago and getting the horse and buggy and going through all the shit. That was good. It was like a really quick pivot and it yeah. caught the attention back and it went right into your next show. Perfect. It's great. Um, you kept on saying the Iowa caucus and I thought of Iowaska. Yeah, that's what it's. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was the joke. Well, okay. Well, I didn't, I, I did get it, I guess, but I thought I came up with it while <laughs> <laughs> listening. Cause, um, I'm a genius. <laughs> So, like, when you're talking about the, like, consent as your fetish, 
and like you didn't have good chemistry with a girl who had a rape fetish you could see you could say something i don't know i just thought of like dirty talking to her like have some dignity girl like <laughs> you have i don't know you have dignity or something <laughs> take this dignity <laughs> I respect you. And, you deserve to be loved. <laughs> uh, and then I don't really remember. Like I had something else, but I'll hand the mic off. Um, I wrote the same thing. Uh, I had the same thought that Pam had about like, unless I paid her. I think the only like thing I was like grappling with was like, I don't know if there was enough there for the audience to assume that she's a prostitute. So maybe there's like a line you could put in, like like about like where you met her or like what yeah. she was wearing. Well, but suggest. I think the joke also is that every woman's a prostitute. He's already making it sort of with the half the check thing or whatever. But I mean, we'll we'll get it. Yeah, okay. I don't think that one works. Does no, it? that one doesn't work. Yeah, only that's the only microphone that works today. Yeah. Sorry, I need to change the lines. And then you said you said cornfields and YMCA's. Yeah, I feel like there's something else besides a YMCA that's like. More that area like specific sky. They they have lots of sky there. They have those everywhere. They have them in the south too. Still too obscure. It needs yeah. to be, but maybe, he's right. Something, something other than and more ridiculous, like the like take you past the cornfields and the Amish or something. Thank you. Yeah, I was just uh, kind of riffing off the pieces that were mentioned earlier about you having a consent fetish and a girl having a rape fetish. Something like, tell me you want it. And then she's like, kill me. <laughs> you know, uh, something to really just uh, bring it home. But uh, really like the Iowa piece too. Uh, really strong there. There you go. Everybody clap for Sam Carroll. Yay. Yay. Bye, Kelly. Nathan Lowe's on deck, and Ian Langlands is in the hole. But right now, we have a treat. He has an amazing show This he's producing this Friday at Mutiny Radio, and it's already sold out, which is amazing. It's the Pajama Jammy Jam. Uh, put your hands together right now, everybody, for Kyle Andrew. Can I have your attention? Can I have your attention, please? Thank you. I love attention. A little bit about me. I'm from Oakland, which means I dodged three bullets and walked through fire to get here. A little bit more about me. Pronouns are very important. My gender pronouns are she, her, or that queen. I also respond to this bitch. Uh, my husband and I live in a very nice loft apartment, which we can afford because we're both very successful. He has a business that he built from the ground up, and I married well. Now, you may not know my name, that's fine. Neither do most of the men that I've dated. So let me introduce myself. My name is Polly Pop-Tart, the original drag intro comedian. I do drag queen intros. I've got a great cast that I can't wait to introduce, but I'm going to need your help. So when I say, oh, oh, you say, is she ready? Let's give it a try. Oh, oh? Is she ready? She may be bad at algebra, but she can always find her ex. Welcome to the stage, Carrie the One. Thank you, Carrie the One is a real queen. She always has her legs at the right angle. And she loves to multiply. Let's do another, oh, oh. She's the murderer that no one saw coming. Welcome to the stage, Helen Killer. Helen, oh, I'm sorry, Helen Killer couldn't be here. She got another gig. Oh, gotta love that blind ambition. 
Oh, oh. She's the New York queen who rocks a pretty bomb, smoky eye. Welcome to the stage, Nina Levin Towers. <laughs> Thank you, Nina Levin Towers. Her performances don't always land. <laughs> but if you've seen one, I'm sure you'll never forget. <laughs> now that I've made everybody from New York uncomfortable, I'm going to tell you about the time I hooked up with a pastor at a nude beach. Now, I didn't know he was a pastor when I met him. I dropped to my knees out of habit. <laughs> but this pastor was so cute. I mean, he reminded me of Jesus on the cross because he was hung. And he reminded me of Jesus' hair because he was uncut. <laughs> so after Sunday servicing, I noticed a burning sensation on my body. Have you ever had that after a hookup? Yeah, aren't sunburns the worst? Oh, oh. She's the 11th plague that Moses put upon the Egyptian people. Welcome to the stage, Sandy Buttcheeks. So after swallowing the body of Christ, the pastor gave me his number, and I was supposed to call him. But I got busy and didn't get around to it. Uh, fast forward a week later, and I found another burning sensation on my body, and this one itched. Have you ever had that after a hookup? Yeah, isn't scabies the worst? So I called the pastor, and I was a little bit nervous because I didn't call him, remember? And I asked him how he thinks he got scabies. So I called him up, and I'm like, hello? And he answers with, hello, how may I direct your guilt? I thought it was my mother. So when I asked him how he thinks he got scabies, he told me he probably got it from all the homeless kids that he helps. What nerve. I already felt guilty about not calling him back, and now I had to feel guilty about never volunteering. I swallowed his communion! You know, as bad as it was getting scabies from a pastor I met on the beach, at least I didn't get crabs. Thanks, Jesus. Ugh, I don't really feel great saying thanks, Jesus. See, I grew up in a primarily Jewish home. I have a Brooklyn Jewish mother who's also a personal trainer. Is anybody wondering how I went from talking about blowjobs, talking about my mom? <laughs> don't worry, there are plenty more dick jokes later. So other than my mom being, a, being Jewish, she's also a personal trainer, which has been super helpful my entire life. Oh, oh? Is she ready? She helps women lose weight by selling their organs on the black market. Welcome to the stage, Jenny Craigslist. <laughs> I love that my mom raised me Jewish. It is one of the things that I'm most proud of today. Um, and it has also enabled me that whenever I tell a gay man at a club that I'm gay, the first thing they always say is, prove it. So I do. I tell them I have indigestion. Ooh, we have no Jews in the audience. Oh, oh? Is she ready? She's pink, sweet, sickening, and reminds you of all your bad decisions. Welcome to the stage, Pepto-Dismal. <laughs> I've got one more question for you guys. Why did the Jewish mother circumcise her son herself? Why? Budget cuts. <laughs> oh, oh? She's the first thing on your lips when you meet a new guy at the club. Welcome to the stage, Izzy Uncut. <laughs> In a room full of men, that is a big win. Thank you so much. My name is Polly Pop-Tart, 1L, 2Ts. <laughs> Yay! Polly Pop-Tart. In, in your, in, 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 uh, inside Kylander. Yay! I, I mean, I love your act. Go ahead. 
Oh, I just love the uh, the cutbacks, the introductions, just to break up the jokes. It was really good, really well written, a bunch of them, yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen, usually Polly Pop-Tart is like, full drag, full, like, the whole rupaul out deal, love it, awesome. So it was fun to see you without the makeup. It was just, it was fun. It still, it still sells. Um, I love all your callbacks to the diseases. I love that the story, it, you, you just keep circling back. That's really great, like the flow of what you're doing. Um, and your diction is really great in that I can understand everything you're saying, but just I would s slow down because there's so much in there. And it's the script, just if you even took it back a quarter speed, you'll like, for example, that last, nobody reacted to that last joke because there were two reasons we couldn't hear it. One, I couldn't hear it. And B, the, a, a thingy, a motorcycle went by. And then you said, oh, no Jews. But I was like, I had no idea what that punchline was. I didn't hear it at all. So I don't know if that happened to other people. But it was also because it was noisy and then it was a, but just, and I know you're trying to get through a lot because you have a big show and you're going to do like 20 minutes and you want to do your, your things, but just concentrate on slowing down because your script is great and I've seen your whole presentation and it's all like flawless. Just take your time with it and like enjoy it. Do other people agree with that? I don't know. Go ahead. Um, so you, you did sunburns and then you went back to being like scabies, was that? The so sunbirds were escaping? and then a burning sensation that itched. Okay, 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 cool. That was the idea I had. And then I like wrote it down so I missed the rest of the joke. Okay, <laughs> cool. Um, and then you said we're both successful and like he makes a lot of money and like you married well. I was like thinking maybe there's another word f that could replace well that's more synonymous to successful. That, I don't know, it's just a, I think like one word switch. I can't think of the word because my vocabulary sucks, but. Maybe it's successful business and I married successfully. Or and I'm a trophy wife, because you're gonna be dressed as Polly Pop Tart. I'm the and I'm the and I'm the eye candy or something. Something about like pretty women marrying well, because you say marry well, but it's also like you know, you won almost like you're you know right. Something about trophy wife or I don't know unless that's too. I just said married very well. But it's good stuff. Other comments, anybody? Clap your hands together, Thank everybody, you. for Polly Pop Tart! Yay! On deck, we have Ian Langlands, and in the hole, we have Ian Bardenstein. So it's gonna be an Ian Rock Block coming up after your next comedian. Clap your hands together! It's Nathan Lowe. <laughs> Hey guys, how's it going? Me and your radio. Give it up one more time for Polly Pop Tart. That was cool. I enjoyed it. Didn't expect all that personalities out of just a guy from 24 Hour Fitness. <laughs> it was really, yeah, I'd never seen you in drag, so I've only heard your drag uh, just, you know, in whatever, just regular clothes. Did anybody dress up for uh, President's Day? No, I think that'd be cool. I want to get like a bunch of dudes just powdered wigs and just go around and drink mead and ale and stuff like that. And just, you know, just not that we're not going to act weird around black people. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't sit with us. <laughs> I'm kidding. All those founding fathers were racist as fuck, dude. It's a, it a weird thing. But President's Day, it'd be weird. You can't just, you know, you can't go full Nixon. 
you know, and good luck going all the way to the new guy in this city. Right? Someone, someone today was like, I'm, it's President's Day. I'm going to dress up as Trump and just walk out my door. How's that going to go for you? Does anyone think he's making it out alive? It's like, yeah, like a black guy in a horror movie. Always goes first. I'm looking just directly around. I don't know. Hey, guys, guess what? I'm getting fat. I'm getting really fat. It's happening. I feel it. I feel it creeping around the sides. I don't know why it happened. I did. I stopped dieting and exercising in October. <laughs> I really thought I was going to get more of a runway. I'm, I don't believe in like frivolous lawsuits. You know, people think, wow, my coffee was too hot. Now I want to sue for millions and millions of dollars. I am only willing to do that for this because I, I, I know that it's my, you know, it's my fault. I'm fat. I'm still willing to blame my ex. She's the ultimate frivolous lawsuit. I'll stub my toe. Just God damn it, Sharon! <laughs> Fucking Italian succubus. <laughs> I have bad history, bad, bad judgment history with females. It's just historical. It happens. I like red flags. I think they're dope. I see a nice patch of red flags in a row. Oh, you know how girls will look at like a really fucked up guy and be like, I bet I could fix him. And I could look at a girl like that and be like, I can just blame that. <laughs> it's an easy punt for when I can and will eventually fuck up. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, uh, I'm only make dumb choices with girls because I'm just a dumb person. I'm very gullible. Um, I'm very, it's very easy. Like I would very easily go into a cult. I was, I did work in the CrossFit world for a long time, mostly because I liked CrossFit girls, which in and of itself is more of a workout. And, uh, and you know, you have the whole clits the size of thumbs thing, which is a, <laughs> that's a, an issue too. It's like dating a horse girl, man. Just a lot of gums. <laughs> oh man, what else did I want to talk about? Because I still have probably 30, like 35, 40 seconds left. Maybe a horn soon. But I have, oh, that, I have these weird things that I write down. I get high and I write, this just says funny concept, uh, bequeathing. <laughs> It's like something you give somebody when you die, right? But it seems like there, it's more, it's more odd. It's more, like, it seems like there should be an onomatopoeia attached to it. I bequeath you, and then you have to say it. All right, last thing, a little story. I had, I've had a weird internet week. Um, I've been getting bullied uh, by foot fetishists. <laughs> Out of nowhere, I got a DM. It's like, hey, bro, you have sexy feet. And then in the same day, I got four more ads, and they were going back through my entire profile and liking every photo where my feet were exposed. And then me, a 26-year-old man, with all the privilege in the world, uh, was terrified and was deleting all the photos off of my Instagram where my feet were exposed. I got cornered, I got bullied, and I probably deserved it. Guys, I've been Nathan Lowe. Nice to meet ya. Nice to meet ya, Ernest Evangelista. Nathan, I, for, I was so intrigued and uh, interested in what you were saying that I forgot to even start the timer. So I just, so that's a point in your favor. Oh, yeah. Everything was great and wonderful. It's the only thing I would say that you can add is that I'd like you to list those at least three red flags because you're like, all these oh, red yeah. flags. I'm like, she texts me, you want to text me naked pictures at four in the afternoon? Yeah. Ah, red flag. Red flag, yeah. Red I, flags, I totally like, forgot that angle because that was the reason that I started that joke is because I wanted to talk about that shit that we so talked about. So specific weird Oops. things that women do that are fucked up, like like red flaggy things. Like yeah. That. A nude hostage. Yeah. yeah, there you go. You had to force Stri a conversation. Stripper pole in the bedroom. But that, just listing three of those, like, 
and then it's someday you could turn them into stories or whatever but mm. just that would i liked that joke everything you did that's the only note i wrote so everything else i guess i really liked mm. thank you all right uh first note so at, right after you were talking about how like the founding fathers were very racist, mm -hmm. you went uh, full Nixon, and I got very like scared for a second because I wasn't sure. I've never heard you say the N word, but like I don't know oh. why. <laughs> like that's where I thought it was going. Well, then that's a great misdirect. <laughs> yeah, it's like really full Nixon. Yeah. <laughs> held on to that end. Um, the first president I thought of, which is probably telling. Yeah. Also, I like what you did with the. You pulled in the girl with the horse gums, or like dating a horse girl, oh, lots yeah, of gums. Yeah. Just make that quick. You repackaged that. That was good. Thanks, babe. Uh, so love the opener. Uh, yeah, the Nixon joke kind of went over my head. So I guess maybe being a little, and then onto the new guy. Uh, just being a little bit more explicit oh, yeah. might be helpful. Um, uh, I'm also disappointed you're not working anymore because you're such a hot guy. No, stop it. Um, I lost, where I, was, I lost where I was. I'm so glad I'm not the only one always saying it. Thank you. Hey, I'm the same. Um, and then, uh, how is it more of a workout dating these like CrossFit girls? The actual fucking, it's pretty aggressive. Great. Put so that in there. They're just, they're just flipping tires and running up hills with sandbags all day. It's like, they're, you're getting fucked. You're getting fucked. Good luck. Her main might be Colette, but you're getting fucked. Yeah, I, I can't relate, but it's still funny. Oh, no. it's uh, yeah, You can, though. You can, though. It's probably a lot like that. Okay, great. <laughs> I know when we, when we have our moment later. Um, so then you mentioned being bullied. I, I would love for you to, like, play up the hopelessness because you're talking about, like, privilege and everything. No. And if you be super vulnerable and helpless and dainty, then, like, the more you play into that, I think it will be, I think it'll kill. Okay. Cool. Thanks, man. Cool. Uh, I feel like there's a phrase that you can use for flags and women, because <laughs> right? Because you're like, I love red flags, and then like talk about Flappy. like, what? Flappy. Flappy. <laughs> I like a good flappy woman. It's just red flags flapping. It's Gail Force. Gail Force wins. Her name was Gail. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then I, I really love, I, I thought the line about the, <laughs> the, the, the black people line at the beginning was great. What, that you can't sit with us? Yeah, it was, it was great. <laughs> but, but if you go back, if you go back to- I can only do it today. It's only President's Day today. It's not going to be like a hot take President's Day joke in like a week. Am I, <laughs> like a, you remember President's Day? Here's a funny thing. Yeah. Uh, maybe if you- if you do do it again, if you do it in like Atlanta, you know, if you yeah. go back to Atlanta. Oh, like, dude, those, yeah. yeah maybe, maybe you could do that at Oak Lounge. Change it to be like. Is there a like, way to change it into Hamilton somehow at the end? I don't know. I, I didn't see Hamilton. It's Neither did I. Or you meant the president in Hamilton, not the musical Hamilton. She definitely meant the musical. Is the Hamilton. Oh, you mean like. You mean like instead of saying, but you can't sit with us, like you could be like, but you can't sit with us, this isn't Hamilton. You can't sit with us, no, this isn't Hamilton. No, I mean Hamilton. like it, once President's Day is over, you can easily substitute yeah. the concept of uh, President's Day with ha the musical yeah. happening. It's in San Francisco, uh, you know, Hamilton. And yeah, but I just think the idea of dressing dress up, up for, for President's Day, I just liked it. Yeah. I don't no, know. of course, of course. Yeah. So uh, one thing I was thinking is like instead of saying you can't sit with us, I'd be like, but having you around might 
delegitimize like our costumes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like yeah. it. I, I, we like you, but this is a period piece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Clap your hands together, everybody. Thanks, Nathan guys. Lowe, yay! Yay! That's how the joke workshop works. So Ian Bardenstein is on deck. Billy Sullivan's in the hole, but right now, starting up in Ian Rock Block, put your hands together for the youngest of us all, I believe, Ian Langland. Yay! Don't get too crazy. Um, this is brand new stuff. Never even said it out loud, so let's hope it goes well. Um, I'm assuming everyone here has some form of social media, right? Okay. Um, I've, I mean, I've, I kind of grew up in the total storm of social media, so I'm still, so I <clears throat> feel like I see the same things over and over every day. Common themes I see all the time are like babies and dogs. Everybody loves to talk about their fucking baby and their fucking dog, okay? I'm pretty, I'm honestly pretty tired of dogs. Um, everybody is, it's like a little, it's like a whole thing to be like, oh, I love your dog, I'm a dog person. Um, I'm over it, I don't really think they're that impressive. Like, what, what can a dog do that I can't? Um, I can open the door, um, I, can, uh, I can run with only two legs. Dogs need four, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, babies too, babies are another thing. Um, they can't even like use a toilet. What's the deal with that? Am I right? <laughs> I'm losing everybody. Okay. Uh, <laughs> funny in my head. Um, yeah. Um, and then also with babies, like I feel like everybody's posting the whole uh, trajectory of like pregnancy stories. Like you show the whole thing, like we're pregnant, blah blah blah, the whole thing, and it's like. Yeah, like, I mean, it's not that hard to get pregnant, really, if you think about it. The hard part is having the baby. Like, then you could post about it. Then let's talk. But, like, theoretically, I could get someone pregnant tonight. I don't think I will, nor do I plan to. But if you could do something the day of, to me, that doesn't seem that impressive. So, you know, pull the reins on that. Let's see the baby first and make sure it doesn't come out, like, demented or anything. And then we could talk. <laughs> um... Let me see. I think that was most of my stuff. I never filled the four minutes. Um, so you're going to watch me go through this. Oh, yeah. Oh, I totally missed this. Oh, yeah. Pregnancies. Remember that? I was talking about that. Uh, <laughs> pregnancy, it's a, uh, the thing is, uh, it's not that impressive because there's like 7.8 billion people on Earth, which means there's been at least 7 billion pregnancies. So like, that's like the majority of like people. Somewhat, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Um, what's more impressive is like, oh no, never mind. Okay, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. <laughs> All right, Ian Langlands. <laughs> yeah, good stuff, um, canceling yourself out since you can never get pregnant. So the hot take of the 19-year-old oh, guy on pregnancy. Like Huh. No, I'm kidding. It's um, you can talk about anything you want, sweet little baby. Um, the dog kid thing—I didn't really know what you were getting at. There's a yeah. line missing. Like, so you want people to take you home? Yeah. Like, cause you're like, you're. What's the difference? There's a dog over here. It does this. This is what I do. And I'm like, that's cool. But is it that you want what the dog has? Like someone feeding you in a bowl three times a day? Okay. Or the same thing with a baby? Like the baby can't do anything. It can't use the toilet, but I can. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I okay. want, I want Eggo waffles in the morning. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, I really like the getting pregnant is not that hard, but having a kid is. Uh, that was probably the the strongest joke, the strongest one that I, uh, the strongest joke. And the faster you can like, the better you can like lead up to that, and that be like the climax. That be, um, be good to see. And then um, the kid coming out demented. Um, <laughs> is that a little I too was, much? I, I, so I was like, I don't think a lot of women are gonna going to like quite <laughs> like quite respond well to that. So if you can kind of talk around it, like coming out like the kid comes out like the hills have eyes. Okay. Then that's just like very specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. like radiation is not like something that is like it's, it's something that's easy to laugh at. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, and then I think just general uh, giddiness energy is kind of infectious. So like, yeah, keep excited on stage. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I think you could get to the babies and dogs things way faster because you're like, you, I think you went up there. You're like. I grew up in social media, I hate social media, I hate babies and dogs in social media. You can just say, you know, I hate, first off, um, you can get to it fast, and then I'd only go with one of them, because if you say babies and dogs, okay. people are going to think babies and dogs, you could just be okay. like, I hate dogs. Yeah, my problem was I wanted to talk about the dogs, but I also wanted to lead into the pregnancy part, so I couldn't really... Do you have the pregnancy part straight out of the dogs? Uh, well, I was talking about the dogs and the babies, and I'm like... Yeah, honestly, and now I'm saying that out loud doesn't make any sense. Okay. I see what you're saying now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I feel like you introduce okay. each topic okay. separately. Um, and then I feel like with that first part, um, I feel like you can uh, use more attitude. Not not necessarily commit to the joke more, but commit to like how you feel about it more. Okay. And I think that'll like make things uh, go better. And then uh, I feel like there's a, like your character, I don't know if you played into your character as like a performer. Okay. Um, so I feel like uh, just for future jokes. I what do you mean? I feel like there there was like certain points in your like in your uh, in your in the last couple minutes where like you know you you kind of shined uh, in terms of like who you are that okay. like like bits of your character and personality mm -hmm. came out. So I I would like try to use that more as you keep writing. I think okay. I think it can be cool. Yeah. Cool. Thank you so much. Yeah. So with your uh, babies and dogs thing, um, I think th those are like pretty commonly thought of in, in people's minds and, and uh, it would be, so I think I was looking for you to take that to another place beyond that and maybe one angle is like, okay, you're this person who you hate babies and dogs, you're shitting on babies and dogs. What do you like and why? And why is that thing different than babies and dogs? That might be one direction you could take it in, mm -hmm. but yeah. Love the energy. Keep it up. Okay, cool. Thank you. I thought it was good, the part about the dogs and running with two legs. I laughed at okay. that part. That you was did. good. I got one supporter. Yeah. <laughs> or you could say there's two reasons, and then don't tell them at the beginning, at the top, and then okay. we're kind of waiting for what's the second one. Okay. I don't know. Okay, cool. But then also, instead of like, it's not impressive, and I thought it was funny when you were like, it's not impressive getting pregnant. What would be more impressive is if, you know, post about your abortion, like feel the support, you know, widen the circle of acceptance okay. and like, good for you. You made a decision. You didn't, you weren't ready. Okay. I support that. I okay, cool. If you can make that into a joke. Yeah. If I could pull that off. Yeah. <laughs> Clap your hands together, everybody. Ian Langland. Yay. And I believe, awesome, I believe you made a joke about social media, but I can't tag you, so you have to be a friend of mine on Facebook. Uh, okay. And just tell your mom that I'm not a, you're, <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, be like, there's this lady and she's weird, but she wants to tag me on this stuff. Okay, maybe not. Maybe we'll just leave that alone. Uh, Billy Sullivan's on deck. Jason King's in the hole, but right now, clap your hands in a wild slappy like motion for Ian Bardenstein. the Ian show. How's everyone doing? Uh, So I'm Ian uh, again and uh, as you can tell from looking at me uh, my mom is Chilean and she taught me a phrase when I was growing up, la suerte de los malos and literally it would mean the luck of the bad but it translates a little better as the luck of the undeserving or if you will white privilege. Has anyone been reading about coronavirus? Yeah? I try to avoid reading about coronavirus. I'm super scared of coronavirus. And uh, it's not that I'm scared of dying. I'm more afraid that coronavirus will deprive me of the chance to die uniquely. You know? When I die, I want everyone to really be able to focus on me. I don't want to be a data point in some broader epidemic. That sucks, right? Um, so I'm, I'm in my 30s now, and uh, I've been thinking about how it's different than being in my 20s, because that's, that's all I know. Um, no comments on being in my 40s yet. But um, when I was in my 20s, I did 20-some things. I stayed out late. Um, I, I gave a shit about what new bars or things to do were, were happening. And, uh, and I was excited to explore those things. And, and now, you know, what really excites me is, uh, a chair with excellent back support. (laughs) Love that. Um, when I was in my twenties, I'd also wait in line for shit. Like I would wait in a long line to get a delicious food that would kill me faster some sort of Korean burrito. Um, And I don't have time for that anymore, right? Like, I could be at home uh, reflecting on my own mortality over a healthful bowl of root vegetables and power greens, you know? Sitting in a chair with excellent back support. Um, When I was in my 20s, the thing that I was most afraid of was getting someone pregnant and now I'm, I'm 31, I'm engaged, and that's kind of become a, a five-year goal. And after so many years of, uh, of trying to do everything, I'm in my power to prevent that from happening. I'm kind of like, well, when the time comes, I hope this whole sex thing works as advertised, you know? Because sometimes it doesn't. Uh, yeah, back then in, in my 20s, I think, I think what I was afraid of is that uh, if I got someone pregnant, my life as I knew it would be over. But now I've had the benefit of seeing some of my friends start to have kids, and uh, that's no longer something that I wonder about. It's something I, I know for a fact. It will ruin my life. Um, let's see, I'll, I'll end on this. So uh, if I were a criminal... Uh, I was thinking about what, what kind of car I would drive. And I think I would drive a Prius. They just seem so appropriate for 
drive-by shootings, you know? They just never see you coming. Cool, I'll end it there. Thanks, everyone. Yay, Ian Bardenstein. I think I have the same note this week as I had for you last week, which is that you're a really good writer of ideas and concepts, but you've got so many fluff words. You've got to like cut out the, like chair with back support, and then I cut everything until leafy greens. Like you've got to be conservative with your, because you've got all these funny things in there, but they're like hidden among all these other fluffy words. Like you said, even like, Something like the fact that. So that's three words that you... I don't mean to be rough on you because I do think you're a good writer. And no, that's you have great. like really good punchlines in there, but they're, it's like they're hidden. They're like snuggling inside the blanket of all these other words. And you just got to be like, fuck those words. Because just get to it. Thanks, Pam. Yeah, yeah I have the same... Oh, that's going to make that harder. Got to borrow this one. Uh, I want this one to pop off too. Uh, so the the note on uh, word count is definitely uh, also in my notes, but I like the the opening. It was a strong opening. I think you just need to get to it faster. Um, the uh, um, the comments in your twenties versus thirties. You could easily make something about your hairline, like, but you thought I was in my 20s, then you saw my hairline, just like something kind of playing off of that. And then you go from like excellent back support to leafy greens and root vegetables. I thought you were about to make like a poop and squatty putty joke. So that's definitely an option, um, especially if you're talking about getting old. Mm-hmm. Um, but like generally likability on stage. Hello. Yeah, man, I thought you did great. There we go. Um, no, I like that, uh, just real quick, I like that Prius joke, but um, yeah, I, like, I drive a Camry, and like, no one thinks they're gonna ever get shot by a guy driving a Prius and stuff, so it's like, you could just like riff on that, like, yeah. all day long, how about that? Sorry. Right. And that there's so many Priuses out there, you'll never get in trouble, because they can never find you. Uh, You're chasing the, every Uber in San Francisco. <laughs> like, it's a white Uber that shot. <laughs> I, I like. I actually like the. I had something about Prius, like you're doing bad, but you're also doing good. But I like the idea that like you're chasing an Uber around, and I feel like maybe there's like an uh, an opportunity to do like a Scarface punchline. Mm. You know, like like. Um, what does he say? What's his punchline? What does what does Scarface say? Say hello to my little friend. Yeah. It's like so like welcome into the Uber, you know, like, like something, and then like you shoot them. So um, that could be interesting. Um, <laughs> and then I I think it's funny that your Chilean mom is teaching you who looks white about white privilege. Um, I think that's hilarious. I just think that there's a better way to phrase it because I think it like took a lot to get there. Um, yeah. And then maybe there's something about the context in which she introduces it to you. So that could be interesting. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Yay! Ian Burton's time. All right, that's how the joke workshop works. Your next comedian. He's a new guy here. Clap your hands together wildly for Billy Sullivan. New guy. All right, friends. 
Um, so, I used to work at P.F. Chang's, and uh, I always had to work at Christmas Eve, so that means I spent Christmas with the Jews every year. <laughs> it was unbelievable. And I respect that so much that they're like, these Gentiles, no one's gonna be eating Chinese tonight. Like, we're in. So I learned a lot of things um, from the Jews. I learned that, you know, Pontius Pilate kind of gets a bad rap. He made the smart move. He was a Roman provincial governor charged with keeping the peace. What were the odds that the one dude, everybody was saying crazy shit back then, you know? It was odd times. Uh, President's Day today. Washington owned slaves, we don't know that. But did you know that instead of wooden teeth, he had actual real people's teeth? Like just other people's teeth. How crazy is that? Of course he beat the British in a war. Like the, that's like I, the hardest thing I've ever heard in my whole life. Like that sends chills. And you know what? I'm a history major, so I know. I looked into it. Not everyone was doing that. Like it wasn't like a thing that everyone was doing. It was like some people were just like, fuck it. I miss my old teeth. That guy looks like he has a good set. Give him to me. Yeah, and that's like, that's a thing. I think wooden teeth were also a thing. Like, I'm taking the wood. I'm taking the wood, even if it's rotting. Um, so, Jesus, I don't want to shit on too hard, you know. We'll move on to Abraham. Because, you know, he's involved in all three of the big religions. So we'll get them all with one stone. Or prophet. Or stone. You know, that was a big thing to all those three religions. Pretty world, gnarly punishment. But uh, I'd say um, I also learned that he circumcised his son at the age of 99. Yeah. Which is like, was it God telling him to or the dementia? I don't know. Uh, our man says he looks like a, uh, a serial killer. I'm almost kind of jealous. People think I look like a serial Forget that. Uh, I was, uh, I actually got casted as um, a, uh, a villain in the play, literally. So, uh, you know, some proof. I'm glad about it. I can work on changing. Um, but not for this play. I'm going to knock it out of the park. Going to be extra creepy. That's why I'm wearing this hood. Uh, ooh, sorry. Putting too much weight on this guy. Um, like the weight on my shoulders right now. Uh, that's the creepiest horn. <laughs> like if you're afraid of clowns, that's not the one. Like if you're zoned in, that's horrendous. Um, okay, so I was gonna say something else. Uh, I was at a pool and I saw uh, a sign that says, no one can enter the pool if you've had active diarrhea in the past 14 days. I was like, they're never gonna be able to enforce that the most honest people in the world are willing to go to the death about a secret about their buttholes. And uh, that's all I got. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that's not all I got, friends. I got more. Billy Sullivan, everyone. Billy Sullivan. I, I thought all that George Washington stuff was great and weird and that you were a history, are a history major is really hilarious. Other people's teeth, what? Very unexpected, very great. Um, after you sort of didn't know how to tie it up and I'd bring it back to Jesus' teeth. 
Like, oh, yeah. what were Jesus's teeth like? Was yeah. there dentistry in his time? What did they put in his mouth? Like, yeah. I just go back to Jesus with that. And you could even be like, like, were they going to, well, then were they ripping teeth out of these people's yeah. mouths before they yeah. were hanging them on crosses or what? Those were good teeth. Yeah, they were. And then were. <laughs> I was completely on board with you and I felt like you had all this confidence and I was super digging it. And then all of a sudden you start talking about a play or something. And I'm like, what is he talking oh, yeah, about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I that. just, there was like, <laughs> there was just like 37 seconds of me just being like, does he know we're here? <laughs> or, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. No, you're right. You're but, right. But um, the the beginning was that was very funny. Other comments. Oh, bye, bye, Natalie. Thanks for. Oh, no, she's I, I can relate to the going off on the yeah. side topic. I'm so ADD. I do that to everybody. It's what it um, is. I was going to say that. Uh, there is a lot of taking for granted that your audience knows what you're talking about. I mean, some of the history, like you kept saying three religions and I, I know it's obvious, but a lot of people don't yeah, know yeah. what you're talking, the three yeah. religions. So you might want to list them mm -hmm. and you could make a joke like that tying them together. But what would be the modern, like uh, modern version of stealing other people's teats? Like, um, like queen Elizabeth's like, I want her tits. Take, give me one of those. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Uh -huh. Like you could do something. Like yeah, that. that's good. That's good. Kidneys, they probably do that now. I don't know. <laughs> um, I think the idea of going into Jesus' teeth is pretty funny. Yeah. I like um, that. And then I think if he did have perfect teeth, that would be very suspicious. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> if he's the only person in the world with nice teeth, I'm killing that dude. Yeah. Um, and then uh, GW, that thing is, that fact is Thank such you. a I funny find. Um, and then maybe there's something like, you know, that's the real reason he won battles, you know? Yeah. Because, like, you could, like, do a mix up. Like, if, like, you're about to fight a bully, and then he shows you his teeth, and then he's like, Aaron, Kevin, Jason. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I, it's cool if I literally use that. Yeah, that'd be scary. I'm going to use all three of those. Yeah. Like, thank you, guys. Appreciate Clap it. your hands together, everybody, for Billy Sullivan. Yay! We're going to keep it pretty tight on time for the rest of it because we have to get to the show with Wazima tonight at 9 o'clock. I've got to head on over there pretty soon. We have two comics left that we're going to give comments to, and then we have a couple comics. We're just going to give them time. But right now, put your hands together, everyone, for Jason King. Yeah, how it goes? If you're listening on the radio, the Venmo is at Mutiny Radio. Cool. Um, so apparently it's been proven that if you're being attacked, you should yell fire, which is weird because why even have the word help, right? <laughs> like, like, also, who decided on fire, right? Like, I might not be interested in getting attacked, but I'm no more interested in getting burned. <laughs> like, if we're going to yell something, like, we should yell something that, like, wants to make someone come towards us. Like, we've got to yell something that will make someone kick down a door. Like, if we're being attacked, we should be like, somebody, there's a Black Friday sale going on. <laughs> right? Like, because, like, if you're being attacked, like, people are pretty apathetic towards your assailant. Right? But if you, if you start slashing prices, <laughs> right, then people will line up ready to kick ass. Right? Apparently, the science behind this is that if you yell fire, people are more concerned about their own life so they're willing to help you, which is giving me an idea, right? So maybe, like, when we ask for things, we should, like, like uh, include the impact that they're going to have on other people's lives, right? So instead of being like, guys, I need help with this tech so I can get laid, 
right? We should be like, guys, I need help with this text or I'm going to jack off an hour shower, <laughs> right? You should be like, hey, man, I want to, can I get a condom? I don't want to get this girl pregnant, right? But instead you could be like, hey, man, can I get a, can I get a condom? I don't want a cream pie in your sister, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Like homeless people shouldn't be like, hey, can I have some money to get some water so I don't pass out? They should be like, hey, can I have some money? I don't want to die on your doorsteps, <laughs> you know? Um, let's see. So, uh, next joke. So, um, whenever I see a picture of someone skydiving or bungee jumping, they're usually white. And my theory is white people do dangerous shit because their lives are never at risk. Right? Like, I don't need to put on scuba gear and go shark diving and get my heart beating. Right? I could just put on a hoodie and buy some Skittles. <laughs> like, my life's in enough danger, I don't need another way to taste the rainbow. <laughs> yeah. Think about like black superheroes, right? Can you name five? No, their life's in too much risk. Their human alter ego is black. <laughs> like what kind of person avoids getting shot so that they can get dressed up to go get shot at? That makes no sense. Like for free, what? No. <laughs> also for like a, for someone named Lois, like do you know any hot Loises? Can you, can you name five? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, also, you don't want to be like stopped and searched while holding on to like a superhero suit, you know? Because you already stand out. They'd be like, you over there, 6'4", 250 pounds, step aside. And then they'll like search you, they'll pat you down, like, wait a minute, this is Superman's suit. This must mean you, you're, you're a thief. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Okay, I have a little bit of time for this. I have a new hobby, um, and my hobby is putting the people in my building in racist jail. Um, let me explain. So basically, because of my skin tone, a lot of the people in my building will assume that I'm the doorman, and so they ask me for their deliveries. So of course, I kindly direct them into a closet that is closed from the inside. Then I quickly shut the door, and I say, Welcome to Race's Jail, bitch. <laughs> That's my time. <laughs> Jason King, everyone! Yay! I loved everything. I, have not, I mean, everything was positive and wonderful. I, I love your persona on stage. You wrote new stuff. Like, last week you had all new stuff. This week you have all new stuff. I mean, wow. You, you're, you, you're writing a lot. It's great. The, why do we use the word help? All that stuff was great. Yeah. Okay, cool. I love the just the alter ego is black <laughs> concept. Yeah. You could go into like all kinds of stuff with like the Black Panther and stuff like that. It's like the balls that he had to have to be it's like maybe a different leather suit. <laughs> <laughs> or just something along like the the idea of yeah, your alter ego being more dangerous than the actual superhero work that you're yeah. doing. Yeah. It's like I'm not worried about aliens coming out of the sky. <laughs> I'm worried about a white guy calling me an alien. <laughs> That's not what Trump's Space Force is all about. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Like, like, circle it up. I love that, man. And then the, um, yeah, the stuff at the beginning was really, really tight, too. I, di I didn't really get the lowest thing. Uh, I, Just yeah. an ugly girl name. Yeah. Not, okay. Do you know five hot I don't even know a Lois. I know the one with the crazy triangle nose, but that's like, that's it really works. it. <laughs> all right. What's your grandma's name? Mavis. Who's that? Use that. Except Lois Lane Lois is the Lane girlfriend is the girl of Superman. Superman. Oh, right. Oh, and Superman's white. 
Yeah. So yeah, he That's stole why it. He stole. He stole. Now it. you get yeah. the joke, isn't that? Is it? No, no. Glasses don't affect pigment. That's <laughs> 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 it, dude. That shit was tight. Thank you. Yeah, that was great, man. Um, the the lowest thing, I would say, can you name three real people named Lois? Is uh, three? I would say real three. people, because everyone everyone knows yeah. Lois Griffin, that f- the Family Guy wife. She's not even real. Yeah. You know. Oh, really? Yeah, that's uh, that's the point he knows. Yeah. Well, okay. sorry, I, I, you can forget it if it's not good. But um, would you use three instead of so the five was like a callback to like five superheroes? Oh, okay. Shit. I was like, lo, like. Yeah, I missed that. Can my you bad. Name five superheroes and then like yeah. Lois. Like, can you name five? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I actually missed that, man. So I'll use a real. I'll definitely use a real thing. I like that. Okay. Um, and then uh, fuck. Shit, I actually might have forgot what I was going to say. I'll think about it. You want to go next? It's all good. We got to move on. Yeah, we got it. We're running out of time. We got to move on. Sorry. Everybody, clap your hands wildly for Jason King. Yeah. Yay. He had a great set. Bye. Thanks, Ian. Yay. Your next comedian. He's the hero of Mutiny Radio. Clap your hands together. It's Matthew Quirk. Somebody say superhero. This is what an alter ego looks like, guys. They're not all retired billionaires. So anyway, I give uh, Pam a lot of her uh, local news, and uh, some people think that might, you know, getting your news from a handyman is not like the best strategy in life, but that's where she's at, right? Um, so I don't know if you know this, but Trump is moving in like tactical forces to come back up ice to sanctuary cities. He's sending like tactical paramilitary forces to like LA and San Francisco and Seattle. And uh, I gotta say, I'm pretty torn about this because I think if this really takes on, I'll be able to double my rates. As a handyman, I'll be able to double my rates. Anyway, I think the joke's on these tactical forces. Wait till they get here and they have to start driving Uber and DoorDash to make ends meet. Huh? See what kind of enforcement they do then. Uh, so uh, you guys hear about Trump's wall, the part that blew down in the wind? Yeah, part of it blew down. That's part of Trump's wall. It was windy and it blew down. I mean, Trump's ongoing struggles with the wind, you know? Like his hair... He had this whole thing about how uh, windmills cause cancer, right? And if you live anywhere near a windmill, the house property value goes down by like 85%. I don't know if Trump is aware of this, but there's a windmill at the end of Golden Gate Park that is not doing shit to hold down property values around here. Anyway, I wish somebody would tell President Donald J. Quixote that fighting with windmills is a bad look. It's like an allegory for something, isn't it? Yeah, this, I'm, too, I'm too smart. These jokes are too smart. Uh, anyway, so uh, I just want to assure everyone that although that, that wall blew down, I want to assure everyone that no Mexicans were working on that wall. Absolutely none. 
Anyway, in part of a diplomatic fucking international dick measuring contest, as part of the coronavirus, China built a functioning hospital in 10 days to just be like, oh, what's up, Mr. Construction? But to be fair, the Chinese hired Mexicans to build that. They were hired Mexicans to... That hospital was built. So, anywho. Uh, We just had Valentine's Day, and uh, I did not get booked on any fucking shows for Valentine's Day, so I'm going to inflict you guys with my little Valentine's Day story. It's about my last Tinder date. Yeah. It was on SantaCon. Not last SantaCon. Not the SantaCon before that. The SantaCon before that was my... That shows you how long that fucking app has just been sucking my life away. Anyway, she's like, hey, uh, we connect. You know, she's like, hey, I want to go to your holiday Christmas party. And I'm a fucking handyman. We don't have holiday Christmas parties. So I'm like, let's go to SantaCon instead. She's like, hey, great. That's on my bucket list. I'm like, nice. Keep that bucket list handy. Maybe I can cross something off while we're on this date. So uh, she sends an Uber to pick me up. But apparently she was an executive at Uber. So the car just swoops me up and then takes me to her place where she jumps. I'm like, oh, shit. She, this is like, I'll ride bitch on this date. I'm fine with it, right? How progressive of me, right? And uh, she comes out in this sexy elf costume, right? I'm in this nice, I'm like Chris Kringle. You know, I got a nice hat, tie, red, red shirt, green tie combo. And we get to Union Square as soon as we hop out. She's like, someone puts mistletoe. What do you do with mistletoe, right? You kiss. So I go in demurely for a first awkward kiss. She open mouth kisses me. I'm like, holy shit. Sugar plum fairies dancing in my head, right? We're just pumping and grinding on all the dance floors. Finally, she calls the last Uber of the night as far as I'm concerned. But she just puts me in there and sends me home on my own. Apparently, she's going to go fuck this bartender. She had been sneak texting our whole date. Guys, I was the opening act. Yeah, that's not all. It took her like three days, but she sent me back the 60 bucks on Venmo that I paid for drinks. No paper trail. Guys, the date was annulled. (laughs) All right, so that's it. Yay! You're a genius. We only have time for like one comment just because we're totally running out of time. Make it good, I like that part where you said you were smarter than everybody. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yay, Matthew Cork. Yay, that was a great story. Yay. Okay, cool. We've got three comedians. We've got time. We got to get this done because we got to get out of here for our show at Wazima. Someone's giving us a ride, right? I've got all this equipment. Put your hands together, everybody, for Pancake. Hi, I'm Pancake. Uh, I got that stage name because I was bullied. Uh... Uh, am I am I gonna get comments? No. Do I have to put money in at that point? <laughs> yeah, I'll do it anyway. Yeah. Oh, all I have are twenties. Fuck. <laughs> Living in the bay, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. So, um, I need to refer to my notes while I'm counting the money next to the microphone. Uh. <laughs> Oh, wait. Yes. Um, So, I am 
definitely in the Truman Show. You guys are all very well-trained actors. Uh, I had to cover the microphone with a, uh, a pop m- m- uh, filter because you guys have um, no idea whether or not you have or you do uh, not have uh, the coronavirus. So um, fuck off. Um, uh, I like the Ghostbusters uh, travel kit right next to the door. There's a... uh, Oh, by the way, by the way, I've talked to about five elderly women that were working on uh, collecting bottles and cans, and I offered them money, okay? And they were of a certain uh, ethnic background, yes, but I offered them money, and you know what? They're, it's just a hobby, okay? They wouldn't take my money. They're not in it for the capital gain. They're just in it to stay busy. You see them walking around, right, with the, with the visors that go down to their chin? I actually want one of those. They look like Power Rangers. Um... And that's that's really where Power Rangers comes from. Um, I just realized the rest of my stuff isn't funny, and uh, I, I'm I'm going to now give, yield the rest of the time to comments and questions. <laughs> Somebody, quick, critique me. <laughs> Nothing. I'm perfect. I knew it, Sam. You're flinching. Come on, twi- twitch up here. Twitch up here next to the microphone. Qu- come on, bring it, bring it. Hey, it's right here. It's right here. I have the coronavirus. <laughs> That's why he's twitching. Thank you. Oh, Nate has something yeah, quick. All right, just compliments, man. You know, just the best. The best to ever do it. Ever. Pancake, top five, dead or alive, comedians. Um... I'd like to, yeah. Does anyone else want to, I mean, now's the time if anyone wants to make an offering or pray to him. Or, I'm almost 33. I'm so, um, yeah. clock's ticking. It's okay, man. <laughs> Pancake, yay. All right. Uh, looks like we have three comedians left. Put your hands together right now, everyone, for Vivian. Le, what is it? What does it say? Habib. Habib. Vivian Habib. Hey, 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 Vivian Habib. Today, that's my name today. And tomorrow, I don't know, what should I be? Oh, yeah, here's my money. Woo, cash. Came out of a safe place. I don't have kids. I don't have kids. You know, to be a good mom, you have to have really good time management skills. Right? You have to run from place to place. I am so bad with time. I am as responsible with timing as President Trump is with his words. Yeah, when I get to a party, just like Trump, everybody's leaving. Get it? You guys get it? Everybody leaves when he shows up? Yeah, okay. And when I get there, everybody's leaving because I'm so late. You get it? Yeah, and yeah, I'm working on that one. You guys like it? You can be the feedback during the set. You know, it saves more time or wastes more time. I don't know how that works. Um, so uh, in my 40s, dating is pretty interesting. It always starts with the same conversation. Oh, 
guy looks at me. Let me be the guy. Guy's right here. You want to be my guy? I mean, no, nah, it doesn't work because, you know, in the lines. He's like, um, go team. When did you get divorced? And I'm like, uh, I, I, I'm not divorced. Oh. I'm, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so sorry. When did your husband die? Um, uh, uh, no, don't, don't worry. I, I, I'm not widowed. I just never got married. Oh. Oh. And, and you can, you can, this is narrator now. I'm working on this, you guys. Narrator. You can see, like, in his eyes, he's, he's inspecting me like the rescue dog his kid wants to bring home, you know? Like, oh. Wait, wait, guy was here? Guy was here. Yeah. She's really cute. I mean, she's friendly. I mean, she 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 looks normal. <laughs> and then you see the fear in his eyes. The fear in his eyes. As it flees, are going to jump across the table and take the second half of his 401k. <laughs> Gathers himself. Uh, so, uh, so, uh, what's wrong with you? Nothing. I just, uh, I just never met the right guy. Uh, but you could be the right guy. I mean, you don't know. You know, I'm still looking for the right guy. Maybe, maybe it's you. Oh, thank you so much. Can I get you a glass of white wine? Um, I, I don't, I don't drink white wine. I mean, I, it's fine. I don't really want white wine. I'll just have what you're having. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a bullet ride neat. Can you hang? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can hang, I can hang. Uh, and then, you know, I'm out of time, but there's a last ending which I'm working on. But anyway, I'll end it there so I can save a minute for somebody. I mean, am I outnumbered here other than Pam, all men? I'm, so I'm, someone's got to critique this. I'm, and uh, I'm, I'm, I can't keep no, track really sorry. of which side is the man is, and which we side is woman. Thank you, Matthew Crook. We have to be at at nine at Wazim. Really? Seven. Okay, well, can I say thank you, Matthew Crook, yeah. for the side side. So I did get feedback yeah, earlier. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm really sorry, you guys. We have a show at nine o'clock and it starts at nine and we have to get out of here and get to Wazima with all our stuff. And we still have two more comics. So put your hands together, everyone, for Finn. Uh, hi, everyone. My name's Finn. Um, I work at a shoe store downtown on Market, if you've maybe you've heard of them, Doc Martens on Market. Um, it's a pretty sweet gig. I meet a lot of cool different people, but it kind of astounds me how many people don't know their shoe size. It's like, did you get new feet today? What are you doing? So the most common thing I get, <clears throat> I don't know if you know or not, we don't have half sizes, we're just full. This part of my spiel when they come in. Um, again, we get a lot of different people from a lot of different countries, and it's really interesting where it's like, this was legit uh, reaction I got. Oh, can I have this in a half size? Insert bar what language barrier. Do we have this in a half size? Oh, sorry, we don't do that. They literally looked at me like I offered them a ball of crack cocaine the way they were just 
frightened. I'm like, this is not personal. This is not personal. She almost started crying. I'm like, I'm trying to help you out. Um, after going back and forth, we finally find her perfect shoe. She's really happy. She smiles. She laughs. She goes. Um, more people that come through my doors are a lot of, I don't even know what to call them. Uh, uh, I hate using the word degenerate. Free spirit. Let's say free spirit. And uh, this one free spirit walks in, and it's around Carnival, so any, everyone's in costumes. It's, you know, it's that type of San Francisco. She comes in, she has these fishnet stockings on, she has a cute little velvet dress on, and I'm helping her out. I'm about 20 minutes away off of my shift. And I'm like, all right, for sure, girl, let's do this. Woo, woo, kiki. And uh, I get her her shoes, and she goes, you know, my dad used to, like, drink a lot, and he used to hit me. I was like, oh, my God, no. I was like, wait a minute. How did we get here? We were just talking about carnival. How you at rehearsal? And I go in the back office, and I'm like, okay, we might have a red flag. Just an FYI, you guys. Just keep an eye on her. She's cute. I peek around the corner, pulls out Jameson, Balls to the wall, drink to the face, <laughs> puts it back in her purse. I'm like, oh, great. Look, it's my time off. Jesse, my coworker, who said I could leave early prior but took an extra long lunch, kept me here with her. He's like, yeah, you can go home now, Finn. It's great. I'm like, oh, great. Wonderful. Have fun with this hot ticket right here. Oh, she looks awesome. She looks fun. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> She's fun. I clock out. Hour later, I was like, I wonder how that went. And I called my coworker. I was like, so how'd that go? He's like, dude, she flipped over the chair. She tried to run out in the shoes. She was run- She was screaming, he hit me! He hit me! <laughs> my two, my little coworker, Karina, I look at the video. It's hilarious. And she's doing this weird shuffle. Like, which way are you going to go? Which way are you going to go? <laughs> Working at this job over like a year and a couple months now. Hilarious. I love it. We get so many different characters. Some, we've had basketball players, and I don't follow sports. I don't know what the hell. And Corey's, you know who that was? I'm like, no. I'm like, that was, I don't, <sighs> Kevin Garnett. I don't, sports name insert. Um, but yeah, I love it. We get a lot of different people in there. If you're ever downtown, come say hi. <laughs> <laughs> Put your hands together, everyone, for Finn! Yay! We have one last comedian. Keep clapping. It's Will Brown! Yay! Hi. Hi, everybody. Oh, look, I've already improved. I got the mic out of the stand. Okay. Oof. I don't know what to say about Finn. Mmm. That smile, so bright. Um, Okay, a lot of talk about Uber on the stage already, so... Wait. I just got my hair cut and we were taking the Uber over here and I was asking the Uber driver, like, what do you think about my haircut? He's like, looks good, I guess. I'm like, yeah, it was really long before. Uh, and I was thinking about getting a mullet or the new version of the mullet, which do you guys know the mullet haircut? No, it's like short in the front and long in the back, kind of rednecky like me. Um, or they call it part, like business in front, party in back. Yeah, the mullet. So there's a new version of it, a San Francisco version, and it's douchey in front and kind of immigrant in the back. Or it's like the reverse Uber. Or no, I guess it's just the straightforward Uber. Um, anyway, um, and so then right before that, I was at the gym 
Um, we've just been running around. That's why my jokes are so unorganized. Uh, has anybody been to the gym lately? Gym, gym. Anybody go to the gym? Uh, sometimes, sometimes. So has anybody been to those like aggressively gay gyms in the Castro or like South of Market? Every day, hey, me too. Well, I don't go every day. But uh, so I was at an aggressively gay gym. I'm not going to name it. And Pam's freaking out. I don't know. She looks stressed. Okay, I'm not going to worry about that right now. I'm going to stay focused on what I'm doing. So uh, I was at the aggressively gay gym, and there was an aggressively dressed gay workouter in a singlet, skin tight singlet, ready to wrestle, ready to throw down. And I mean, like, you know, it was, I'm not mad about the fact that he was wearing a singlet. It was extra tight. And you could see there was not going, not a lot going on in the front, but plenty going on in the back. So he's just letting you know right up front, he's gay, he works out, he's got a big butt, and he's uh, up for losing the wrestling match. I think is what's happening there. And he's not mad about being a sore loser either. <laughs> he's good, he's good with it. Um, I think that's, um, I'm just gonna end it right there. Thank you. Thanks, you're not a sore loser, yay. That was really great, that was like perfect timing. Okay, thanks everybody. Come to the Wazima show, bye. Your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1 800 Law Tigers or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Davis, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. San Francisco, you need radio. San Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. Listen to live streaming radio. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Why not make a donation? Streaming live the station. District of the Mission. Listen to live streaming radio. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco. MutinyRadio.fm Hit the donate button Stream them live Download a podcast Have some fun!
1969 gold Cadillac with the white material and I drove it up here. And I started to do some thinking. And I ended on the freeway and I'm having a really, really good time. Flat black glass. Smoking big spliffs and cruising that Cadillac on the freeway. Good feeling, I told you. And I see it. Colonel Blake. Henry. Yeah. Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a What's happening? This is your boy, Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8 that's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! 499. Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. 
counteroffer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counteroffer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counteroffer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counteroffer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, Mutiny Radio 